Do you care about quality content delivered on a regular basis, no matter where in the galaxy you hail from? Recent cuts to public funding leave programs like this hanging by a thread. Support us, won't you? Head to patreon.com FSL tonight for more information while you still can. And now, the show. 790 Dragon Sports Talk Radio. Sports Talk Radio. Coming up. The sololess Senators take out lone Kylo. And the Guardians officially close the asylum as Quill turns in an all-galaxy performance. FSL Tonight starts now. Oh my goodness, folks. Semifinals are over. We're headed to the FSL 2016 championships. And let me tell you, uh, it is going to be an epic finale uh and we had an epic semi-final i'm tom mary justin robert young what did you make of chorus and star killer how long have we been doing this show tom uh years now seven years something like that i want to go on record as saying that what we saw just now is not only the most disappointing I've uh, disappointed rather I have been in a team it's the most embarrassed I've been to watch a game in this league for what played out on the field it was an insane first half for star killer it looked like they had this locked up kylo ren definitely leading and at some points especially in the second half taking the reins and and playing on his own and still winning uh you saw that late half second half matchup between Finn and Ren and uh it looked like that was it uh Ren basically took out Finn you must have been excited about that I I mean number one I'm an unbiased observer and all I do is watch these games and tell everybody who listens to this show the truth. Here's all I know is that Kylo Ren out there for Star Killer had this game won. This was a five to three score going into the final two minutes. And he gives up not one, not two, but three, three goals to somebody that is untested as Ray. She gets MVP. She completely took Ren out of the game. And not only should they be embarrassed about what they did, but Kylo Ren has flagrantly failed to live up to his expectations. This is a disaster. An absolute, unmitigated disaster for Starkiller and for Kylo Ren in particular. He should be ashamed of himself right now. Yeah, trying to go solo like that in the second half just did not work out as he expected. Uh, the The base game that they were running was destroyed, and in some ways it looked like Ray was using his own tactics against him. I, I, there's no, if, if, if the tactic is give away the game because you're not as talented, you're not as talented as we all thought you were. You're not as good as we all thought you were, Kylo. I'm sorry. 
That's just the reality here. Because all the greats of this league, do you think that the greats of this league would give up that there's a single all-time top FSL player who would give up three, three to a rookie in the final minutes of a, of a semifinal? I don't think so. It's a it's a harsh reality for Starkiller fans uh, at this point. Now, we, we want to give all due praise and uh, congratulations to the Coruscant Senators on moving into the championship, but pause on that for a moment. Justin, what does Starkiller do going into next season. Uh, how how do they rebuild after this loss? And how does Snoke re, rebuild that trust that he had with Kylo Ren? Not only is this season over for Starkiller, everything's over for Starkiller. They will never be the team that they could be. This is an unmitigated fiasco this is an absolute black mark that will never be washed out for this franchise if i had my druthers i would relegate them this is an embarrassment for everybody involved snoke deserves responsibility for this Hawks deserves responsibility for this. But most specifically, I cannot state highly enough. I cannot think of a more declarative sentence to say than Kylo Ren is a disappointment. I know that's a, that is a difficult thing for you to say after putting Not difficult. a lot of stock in game. him this season. Watch the game. Do you think that in, in his prime, Darth Vader would have given up three, three to a rookie? No, that's never happened. He's not one of the all-time greats. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And if, and if he comes back next year and he has a great year, then hopefully these are the words that are echoing through his ear. But right now, right now, there is nothing else to say than the Star Killer Troopers would have been better off with Jar Jar Binks. Whoa, now hold in on. The final five minutes. I said it. I said it. Fair enough. Uh, I, I think uh, that's taking it way too far like personally, but. Would have been better. Would have been better. I don't I think mean, anything. What kind of effort is that? Is that? Yeah. Uh, what do you think of these uh, these rumors that perhaps uh, the troopers would look to acquire a veteran presence in the shape of Orson Krennic, the director? To, to be honest, I think right now they, they need to look at blowing up that entire lineup. I, I, I don't know if their leadership is where it needs to be. Uh, they obviously do not have the star player that they thought that they had. Uh, uh, I... I it would not shock me if this team is just completely ineffectual next season and that they have nowhere else to go. They, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't even, I can't even think about how you could walk into next season looking at somebody who's supposed to be your franchise player, your absolute stud, 
and say, we rely on him to get us a championship. How can you? Wrap whatever pieces uh, you can around it. Uh, uh, if they don't look at fundamental core issues to this team, I don't think that they're making the playoffs next year. All right, let's uh, shift our focus to the Eastern Division champions now, uh, headed to the finals next week, the Coruscant Senators. Uh, I don't think your opinion of Finn is going to change based on the performance here, although in assistance definitely helped Ray out. Ray, as you said, won the MVP. Definite star of the game here. Uh, listen, if, if she she was uh, it was an opportunistic play by her. Uh, I'd be shocked if Finn plays the next game. Uh, I think he is. Uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll wait for word back on that injury. Congratulations to Coruscant. Uh, you know, they 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 took advantage of a fraud of a team that hoodwinked this entire league into thinking they had talent. Now, with with Finn possibly out for next week, Han Solo unlisted uh he is off the roster uh dead to the world as uh, as far as this goes uh we are looking at a seriously weakened coruscant senators going in to their matchup next week with the xandar guardians of the galaxy who beat the uh, uh the arkham angels soundly uh it was peter quill injecting the poison not Dr. Pamela and Lillian Isley. Uh, they matched up all game long, and Quill won every time. This is an absolute star turn by Peter Quill. I have been very, very critical of him throughout this league, he or throughout this season. He is an absolute glory boy. He is insufferable. He is also a two-time semifinal MVP, and this was his star turn. Uh, he... If you have somebody of that caliber who doesn't choke in the last five minutes, giving up five, three goals to a rookie, it's amazing how well your team can succeed in the FSL. Peter Quill has demonstrated him to be uh, a, a, a somebody that the Xandar Guardians of the Galaxy can depend upon, uh, and that's the difference between this and the Arkham team, which we mentioned before was going to have to have a strong performance by uh harley quinn uh, and that just did not happen yeah coach nigma can't riddle himself this one arkham out of it looking ahead to next week xandar versus a very weakened coruscant unless there is an interweek pickup you have to favor the guardians at this point well you know they're a lot fresher uh, I think when you when you look at a matchup between the Xandar Guardians of the Galaxy and the Coruscant Senators, it's hard to not look at the Coruscant Senators and say, this is a team that's been around for a while. They've, they've seen or we've seen a lot of what they have in store. Even elements of this season have borne hallmarks of the strategy that the Coruscant Senators have used since the 70s. So. With Xandar, there's an unpredictability. There is a, a commitment to doing things differently that kind of bears a little bit more of the hallmarks for maybe what is to come in the FSL as opposed to what has already been there. Now, sure, Coruscant in and of itself is leading a youth movement, but they are depleted on talent in a way that Xandar simply isn't. All of their players are are very, very, very much on the same page and on the ascension. It's going to be hard for me if Star-Lord continues to play at the level that he is playing at right now to not heavily favor the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I don't know who they could pick up. 
there, there is nobody out there that the senators uh, obviously could get at this point and get approved uh, through the league waivers process that would allow them uh, to gain the kind of advantage it would have they would be somebody need. that's already on their roster. Yeah, exactly. That's the uh, only way that you can get it done in time. You know, and 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 I don't know who on earth that could be. Yeah, me either. Uh, so yeah, so you're making the pick of Xandar. I think I'm making the pick of Xandar. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, how how do you look at? I mean, it's safe to say Coruscant is lucky to be there, right? I mean, it took a lot for them. It took a furious comeback for them to get in this championship game in a way that Xandar did not require. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, and let's, you know, with, this may have gotten shuffled under the rug with some other conversations uh, throughout the, the year, but Cheyenne escaped relegation barely at 5-5. Five and five. Coruscant, number two, now going to the finals with a season record of 5-5. Five and five. Yeah. Um, granted, Xandar had an easier pathway to the championship, but... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think this is going to be the first ever championship for the Xandar Guardians of the Galaxy. Justin's unobtainium. Lock of the week. I'm going to lock it up. In fact, I'm going to lock it up just as much as I'm going to lock up. I'm going gonna to bottle and bury so in 15 years I can dig it up and remember the disappointment <laughs> I feel right now watching what I and so many others thought was going to be a, uh, a a historic team reveal themselves to be the fraudulent losers that they truly are. Specifically, the GOAT, the absolute, untested, disgusting, low-energy Kylo Ren. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's it's sad to hear the change in the winds. Uh, There's no change, but the disappointment. I just look at the evidence. Is palpable. That's yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we we know that we're going to see a Xandar Coruscant game next week. Between now and next week, we're going to see two games in the Elevation Tourney. Now, of course, there is a vote going on. The commissioners vote for elevation of one team. A couple of teams that were eliminated from the Elevation Tourney are in that vote. Go to fsltonight.com to be able to cast your vote. Meanwhile, in the Elevation Tourney, four teams available right now. Between now and next week, the two semifinals will play and the championship will play. So that next week we will know which one of these four teams will be elevated into the FSL. The San Francisco Federation making a bid to return to the FSL against the Essos Dragons is the first matchup here. Who do you like, Justin? Uh, you know, again, there are, there are elements of uh, legacy in both of these teams. Obviously, the Federation is a team that not only has been here but has completed on the highest levels. That being said, I, I I really like what is being built in Essos. This is a team that not only has continued to get better, you we are even hearing uh, whispers that that they could be folding in uh, a move to a larger market uh, amongst this. Should they make the FSL, it's going to be interesting going forward to see how that comes together. Yeah, the Essos Dragons have a changing but strong lineup. They certainly have the depth. 
the San Francisco Federation, as we know, uh, fell on hard times. They're making a bid for resurgence now, trying to recapture that old magic uh, with a, a refreshed lineup. And, and we'll see if that can succeed. Meanwhile, the other elevation tourney semifinal, the New York Defenders. Uh, Matt Murdock often is, is seen as the, the guy that leads this team, but Luke Cage has really been getting the spotlight in this elevation tourney against the Central City Lightning uh, and their speed game led by Barry Allen. Yeah, you know, I, I think that the, the, the difference here is that the defenders have a deeper bench than just the Central City Lightning. Uh, you know, I, I I really like a lot of the talent on both teams, but the the defenders, uh, not only are they, uh, I think, a little bit more talented, but this game is going to be played after 5 o'clock, and the defenders seem a little bit stronger when it comes to night games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, they, they certainly have the smarts from Cisco Ramon on Central City. Uh, you know, Iris West is a question mark. Sometimes she plays well with Allen. Sometimes she doesn't. Uh, Dr. Harrison Wells, as the coach, is a genius, but also makes huge mistakes. Uh, and of course, the uh, the other Wests on the team, Joe and Wally, uh, do do tend to fill in well from time to time. But man, those New York defenders—you got that front line uh, with Cage, with Murdoch, with Jones. There is something for every play there, and and you just—it's it's hard to to move past it. Now, there's questions about how they're going to work together because they haven't always, uh, you know, done that. But I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna pick talent here. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the defenders as well. I'm gonna go with the dragons. It'll be interesting to see uh, who of those four end up playing against each other. If we go dragons defenders, who do you think ends up on top there? I I like I like the dragons. Uh, you know I I think that they're just they're more of a regimented team uh, in in the way that although I'll tell you what if you look at this year. Maybe that the dimes are changing, you know, in, in a world where Xandar is going to face Coruscant, this maybe this is a league about mismatch parts and not necessarily about how, you know, when, when Scaro is getting relegated, maybe the idea of a, a team concept is kind of overrated. It's an antiquated notion at this point. But that being said, at this level for the elevation tourney, I think that there still is an advantage to having a top down strategy. Essos has that. New York does not. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the defenders on this. Uh, the dragons seem a little top heavy to me. Uh, their running game has been inconsistent and you know, the argument against the defenders is they're lacking that one iron fist to punch them through the end. Uh, but don't forget they, they can punish you on defense. And, uh, and I, I think the defenders end up making it into the league next year. I mean, sure, but uh, let, let's let's not forget that, yeah, there was some trouble on the homestead for Essos, but they've added a lot of pieces themselves, including quite a few players that will make the defenders pay the iron price should they hope to win this game. Well, by next week, the final episode of the 2016 season, we will see who is the champion and who's going to be playing in 2017. I can't wait. Can you, Justin? I cannot let us let them play the games and we'll talk to you next week seven ninety dragon sports talk radio sports talk radio
This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.